Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to Security and Secure, hosted by me, Johnny Seifer. This is the Celebrity Mental Health Podcast, where I say it's okay to not be okay. And if you have the same mantra as me, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you're listening, click that subscribe button, leave a five-star rating, and leave a review. And let's keep spreading the word, it's okay to not be okay. Now, let me tell about my guest today. My guest today is a former Miss Great Britain model turned makeup artist extraordinaire who runs BrellaLife.com, who's here today to look at the insecurities in the beauty industry. So without further ado, I'm delighted to welcome to Skinisco. It's Gemma Garrett. Hello, Gemma. How are you? Very good, thank you. I mean, I'm literally, uh, you know, it's it's quite an honour to be the former Miss Great Britain model. Um, it's a very prestigious <laughs> lot to have. Well, yes. What I didn't realise when I won Miss Great Britain is that that title stays with you until you die. You never get rid of that title. So, like, when I'm walking around Tesco's or Asda with my mum, you know, and she meets an old friend, I have to remember at one point I was a Miss Great Britain and I have to kind of reflect that. Yeah, so it's a curse also. Yeah, but is it not the same as, like... A James Bond uh, woman, you know, like the one, like the Halle Berry who comes out the pool. Like when you're 90 years old, people are going to go, that's a former Miss Great Britain model. Great. You know, it doesn't matter yeah. what you look like. You've got that title. Well, I do think it's a bit harder for women. And I'll tell you why. The girl who was in the first Top Gun, she was asked to come back into the second, the remake. And um, she said that she didn't feel as if she looked like, you know, that part anymore and they they offered her a part like a completely different character uh behind the bar or something and she declined and I totally related to that because you know some days I I will be out with my mom or or with friends and we get talking and then someone and maybe I'm just like this you know just casual and someone says Gemma was a Miss Great Britain now when people say Miss Great Britain they immediately think of a beauty queen of course on stage in the current year so you can see people going and that does have a bit of effect because you feel as if you always have to be glamorous or portraying a beauty queen role but then what happens when you don't dress up do you internally feel that people are judging you or is an external force i can see people's faces like i have eyes i do see people looking and going oh because they immediately their brain goes to a current beauty queen Mm. um then I have to, you know, I backtrack and, you know, I get all fumbly and say, oh, well, it was, you know, 16 years ago, you know, and I feel as if I have to give people that that bit of knowledge almost. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you're right. It's like you have to give the background to the situation, but also 
you don't want to take anything away that it was 16 years ago and it was such a good coveted award to get. And so you're right with the double-edged sword of like, you're trying to move on with your life, but also there's an element of your past, which also is important to hold on to. 100%. And uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, a lot of trolling over there. I'm sure the internet is the same everywhere, but we actually have a trolling site in Ireland. It's a site dedicated to trolling people. And, you know, uh, I, I've never been on it, but people send me things about myself. Uh, and someone had, had written once, you know, is she ever going to let the mystery of Britain thing die? Um, yes, I would love to. But every time my name is printed in the paper or I'm in an interview, and like today, you said a former Miss Great Britain, it just comes with the territory. It's not that I'm trying to cling on for dear life that I was Miss Great Britain. It's just it's always mentioned when my name is mentioned. But the thing is, when you work in the media, I'm a journalist. And therefore, if I've got someone who was in EastEnders 20 years ago and they were in it for two years, doesn't matter what they've done, that's the biggest role they've ever had. That's what you're going to hold on to. Same as if you've done Slept Big Brother, I must have to get me out of here, or Love Island. Yes, you might have been eight years later. Olivia Atwood, for example, is a loose woman panelist, but you'll still call her a Love Islander because it's based on the way that the people first knew about that person. And if people first knew about who Gemma Gout was from, from the modelling industry, that's what you're going to be hold on to, no matter what you've done since. 100%. Like, I mean, it really doesn't bother me, but um, we won't try to get into the mind of, the minds of trolls because that's just a complete disaster area. But I, I'm just saying, you know, that's going to stay with me until the day I die, that title. And people don't think of that when they enter these competitions. What does that do, though? So, so for those who are entering those competitions now, what's that one bit of advice you want them to think about about having that title attached to them in the future? Well, I have so much advice for people entering any competition uh, that is solely uh, debated on beauty. My views have been very erratic over the years. What I'd like to make clear today is that it has changed hands from I with Miss Fair Britain. I had a terrible traumatic experience and I do think that the people who are running these competitions now will hopefully but especially the Miss Great Britain they are more aware of mental health they're more aware of an aftercare system for each winner uh, which is lovely to see and um, that just wasn't the case for me. Talk to me about what happened to you and remember you know they're not here to comment so no names and we'll oh. keep it very top line because no one can comment on what you're saying. But this is based on your personal experience. Let's be really clear on that. So what was your personal experience about what was traumatising for you? Well, my personal experience, and I, I still have no... Uh, I, I hold no grudge against these people because I do actually think that they were doing what they thought was best as well. So I don't think that it was, you know, a malicious thing at all. I mean, we're going back just on the cusp of 2007-2008 before Kim Kardashian was a person, uh, well, not a person, before she was a, a an entity. And all these sports stars like footballers who have made being strong and healthy and muscly um, cool and, and healthy. So we were just coming out of that kind of Kate Moss kind of um, very, very thin, slender model days. And um, I remember... I stood on the scales and I was nine stone one, which I should never be. I'm a broad girl. I'm very sporty. I played sport my whole life. I have big thighs. I'm strong hockey netball player. And I should never, ever have been that weight for my height. I was told straight away, you cannot see nine stone on the scale ever again. So even though I'd won this amazing competition that 
was about my beauty and personality, you know, there was still stipulations for me. What did they want your weight to be? They never actually gave me a weight, but I mean, it, it was never good enough. It, and this is no attack on them. I just think this is what the media wanted. This is what the world wanted. Social media was just becoming a big thing. And this is what people wanted. It was never, I, I had a personal trainer. I barely ate. I put myself in hospital. Um, I really, really damaged my health. And it was still never good enough. It, it, I was never thin enough. And 2007, 2008, I think, was, you know, where lad mags were really popular and there were spin-offs of it. So, for example, Nuts magazine had Nuts TV and you had the page three models becoming celebrities in their own right. And this is way before OnlyFans and being a paid-for service. This was just everywhere in the mainstream of people like your Lucy Pinders and your Daniel Lloyds just being the faces of page three and having to go... This is how you need to look. You need to be skinny. You need to be blonde. You need to have big boobs. And therefore, you can have your photo taken and be across everything. What was it yeah. like for you coming off that competition with the idea of page three and the lads mags coming in and obviously your size being nine stone? What did that mentally do to you about the way that you looked at yourself and body image? Well, um, shockingly, all my friends, I, I lived in London at the time, but I would fly home very regularly to see my friends at the weekend and they were they were shocked because I was always a, a curvy girl like a real womanly Marilyn Monroe shape so they were shocked and they were really shocked and worried about me and my mental health what's really surprising to people is people thought that I loved myself that I was in the front of Nuts magazine FHM loaded name the magazine I was on it I was the face of Silverstone race course and TV and I was doing all these different things and I was the most insecure I've ever been in my life, ever, because the pressure of all these things and then people in your ear saying you need, still need to be thinner. And then it was just the start of the trolling on the Internet and then people would give their opinion. And, and I, I understand I put myself out there for that. As much as my year as Miss Great Britain, I think I actually ended up getting 14 months 15 months there were so many highs and I don't regret it I wish I could go back now knowing what I know because there were so many lows as well softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Let's look at what you were like at 16 years old, though, in school, and go back a little bit. I know it was a couple of years ago. Not that many years ago. You're not old, (laughs) but you know what I mean. You've moved on, and you've accepted who you were back then. But that 16-year-old Gemma, the beautiful girl at school, how did did you fit in into your community in school? Who were you in the classroom? Who were you in the year? And were you that girl of, like, this is the queen bee, she's the most good-looking one, she's the most popular one? No, I think people maybe had that impression of me but I was still fiercely insecure then um I was bullied throughout school like most people are um and then you know back it back in those days back in the day um you know your mum and dad there was no mental health there was no be kind your mum and dad just said listen you sort this out in school tomorrow we haven't got time for this so I did go back into school and sort it out so I would say that by standing up for myself in some people's memory, I could have been a bully, but I definitely wasn't. I I was always very soft-hearted, very, very much insecure, but knew that I would have been in more trouble going home saying someone was bullying me than just standing up to it. So school wasn't enjoyable for me. Loads of people say best days of your life. I'm like, definitely not for me. What was it about the bullies that, you think was the trigger for them to pick on you what were you doing what were you looking like that made them go I want to pick on her I'm jealous of her because normally it comes from a place of jealousy yeah I think that I always knew I wanted to do something creative I was obsessed with being a model Uh, every model agency told me I was too short and I maybe told people this you know that I went to a modeling agency they said no they said come back when you're 18 come you know I maybe people knew that that was maybe a dream of mine also I'm going to put it down to I'm going to put bullying down to being 13 being 14 I mean you know what else do you know at 13 and 14 Mm. I, I grew up in you know a very working class family I went to a nice grammar school but I mean you know, you're 13, 14. I don't even blame I don't even blame people for bullying me. And I'm sure I, I'm sure I wasn't the nicest kid either, you know. So I don't really think that it was because how I looked that much. Maybe some people were jealous of that, but I think it I think it was just clash of personalities, I would say. Okay. So that was your nineties. Then we're talking about the noughties and your modeling era. Then you kind of 
go off track and it gets the mid the mid tens and there's rumors you're going to do celebrity big brother obviously that never materialized there's also stories about you and russell brand in the papers moving now to the 20s where are you at in life and what does fame the celebrity culture all of that world look to you looking to go right i want to get back onto tv now i want to be doing celebrity big brother i want to do the jungle dancing lights etc or you like i just want to make brella life which is your website into a successful business that I can keep monetizing. I think when I was younger, I I looked up to the, these kind of glamour girls because I thought it meant. Well, fame was fame was quite attractive to me because I thought it meant being rich, being wealthy. What I realise now that that's definitely not the case. Um, all those years of maybe chasing fame, I was actually maybe just chasing freedom, like financial freedom. Mm. Um, know that at the time. Uh, would I do a celebrity uh, show now? It would need to be the right one. I mean, it would need to be uh, definitely the right one. But I don't chase that anymore. And funny enough, when you stop chasing something like that, it's sods loft. So many things come in. And I'm like, I don't, really don't want to do stuff like that anymore. I've done a couple of TV shows here in Northern Ireland about beauty queens. And it's more journalistic kind of views on that. Um, and I would be up for that. But... Do I want to be famous? No. Do I want to be rich? Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want to be rich? <laughs> uh, final question. Brellalife.com is your website. What can people find out on there? Well, um, I'm now a makeup artist. I work in TV and film. And I find it's very difficult to find good, good luxury products that aren't tested on animals, that are ethically sourced, that are guilt-free, um, especially with so much plastic in our oceans. And I mean, the list goes on. So I decided why don't I just start my own? So I have my own brand, Brella Life, and I also sell other people's brands in there who pass our ethos test. And uh, it's going quite well. So we have candles, we have body creams, we have vitamins, we have coffee, we have clothes, every single thing. It's a lifestyle. My thanks to Gemma Garrett. Her website, brellalife.com, is where you can find out more about her. Go and check out her makeup and go and buy from her because she's an amazing girl. And I absolutely love speaking to her. If you enjoy Skin and Skirt, then please do me a favour. If you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button, give a thumbs up and leave a comment. If you're listening on Apple Music or Spotify, leave a five-star rating and a review and click that subscribe button. And let's keep spreading the word. It's okay to not be okay. On TikTok, at JohnnySeafit92. On Instagram, at Podcast at JohnnySeafit. And on X, at JohnnySeafit is where you can find me. I put teasers of all the episodes of all the celebs that I speak to so that you can keep spreading the word. It's okay to not be okay. Until next time, I'm JohnnySeafit. Thanks so much for listening or watching. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.